Instead of resorts, we'd go camping. Everything was given in moderation, nothing in excess. Dad wouldn't tolerate whining over whatever overpriced toy was in vogue. He taught us to be self-reliant, and I took that lesson to heart right up to adulthood, long after Dad cut me off. And now I'm begging my younger brother for a place to stay. I swallow my bitterness as the cab rolls up to the giant double doors. I'm in no position to give my brother a lecture on threatening wildlife, especially for what I'm about to do. Little bro thinks I'm here for a weekend visit. Three days, that's it. He doesn't know I lost my job, was evicted from my apartment, and have no place to go. We're here, the driver croaks. Red-rimmed eyes gaze at me through the rearview mirror, and I fight the urge to explain the state of the house. Mike is a bald man in his sixties with a kindly smile. He's probably someone's grandfather. I'm embarrassed, and this isn't even my house. Sorry, my brother is a slob. Thanks. No problem, Mike says in his bullfrog voice. He gets out of the car and doesn't stare at the panties displayed on the lawn. That alone is worth a 20% tip. Maybe he's used to the debauchery of a college town. Mike opens the passenger door and I swing my legs into the breezy air, which is already 70 degrees this early in the morning. Damn, it's balmy. You visiting or moving in? Mike pops the trunk and gazes at my four suitcases. Moving in, I hope. Mike lugs out my suitcase, his biceps strain as he lifts it from the trunk. One for all my shoes and purses, the other for my clothes, the other two for everything else. Everything's gone. The furniture was left behind. I had a last-minute garage sale the day before I was evicted. I balled up in my sheets and had a good cry over all the keepsakes I chucked in the trash. There wasn't enough room. I had to get rid of everything but the essentials. I heave a suitcase up one step. Hold on, hon. Let me get that. Mike returns, hefting the luggage easily up the steps. Grizzly's residence, right? Yeah, how'd you know? I've dropped off more than a fair share of girls here. He looks at me, voice softening. Be careful, hon. Mike thinks I'm a groupie for my brother's pro soccer team. Seriously, I don't even look the part. I'm in flip-flops, for Christ's sake. Thanks, I say, staring at the door anxiously. I'll be fine. Suppose Henry doesn't let me move in. Then what? Take care, miss. Mike strolls back to the car and drives away, leaving me with my four suitcases and a brother who will be furious. I raise my hand to the door and knock. It echoes thunderously. My heart pounds. How many years has it been? Five? Heavy footfalls shake the floors, and then the door opens to reveal a sliver of a man I recognize. Henry was barely a man the last time I saw him. The baby fat is gone, his cheeks have hollowed out, Henry wears his dirty blonde hair shoulder length. It frames a tanned, handsome face, his eyes crushing blue. My breath catches as I recognize our mother's lips and eyes. I see her every time I look at him. My life is in shambles, but I'm happy to see him. Hey, long time no see. Hey, he says, returning none of my warmth. A faint scowl knits his eyebrows together.
Are those all yours? I stole them from the airport. Relax, I'm kidding. The door widens, but he blocks the way inside as though doubting my identity. You look the same? He doesn't. Those protein shakes filled you out? You used to be so weedy. Now he looks like an athlete. There's not an inch of fat on him. No trace of the boy prone to shyness, either. Guess his legion of fans changed all that. His lips tug into something that might resemble a smile if his eyes weren't so cold. I grab a suitcase. Could you help me with them? They're kind of heavy. Wrinkles crease his forehead as he tests one, swearing. Jesus, did you pack your whole wardrobe? Yes. It won't do to dive into that right away. This is a beautiful property. I can't believe you have it all to yourself. I don't own the whole villa. Some guys on the